0: Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, man. It is picked up by the line, coming back right side, twenty five. Picks up a block at the thirty, it's at the forty. Drink it in, 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 now. Rolls to the right, Stafford throws deep. Got a man out there, Enzo. Caught. Touchdown to Torbier, Marvin Jones.
1: Drink it in, drink it in.
0: Touchdown Detroit Lions! Cornbread! Never.
1: <laughs> drink it in, drink it in, drink it in now. Uh... Detroit Kool-Aid, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, it's Wednesday. On the Detroit Kool Aid Cast, this is where you come for your Lions talk Wednesdays, and we got a show on Friday as well. You can also catch me on my other podcast, which is called Believe B L E A V and Lions, where I'm talking Lions. I mean, three Lion shows a week. The Lions are, I mean, they're the talk of the town right now. Everybody's hype about them. We're gonna talk all about them today. But but I got a special guest on. I mean, this guy's been on the show before. He he's got some strong takes. Me mean, him like to get into some arguments. We like to laugh. Most of all, we like to take football, talk football. But I mean, if there if there's just one word that I could describe this guy, I mean, what, what's like a word that would just sum this guy up? Maybe just like a one, a few letters, you know, just something short and simple. I mean, what could that be? I wonder. Uh, let me think about it for a minute. I got it. I got the word for this guy. Here he is. Welcome back to the show. You know who he is. I mean, I'll just say the word. You'll know who he is. Bro. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. The king of all bros, Stefan, is back on the Kool-Aid cast to drink some Honolulu blue flavor, buddy. How you doing this week? You ready to chop it up or what?
0: I'm ready to chop it up. I I appreciate the extra special intro. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm sitting here broing it out drinking a nice ice-cold White Claw, getting ready to, you know, do some laundry, just feeling extra special tonight, ready to talk some lions. <laughs>
1: Oh my goodness! You're you're really the only. I think you're the second guy on the Kool Aid cast to have his own music. My buddy Chuck Dog used to come on. We talked fantasy football. He he said if I come on the show, I need a Hulk Hogan music when I come in. And so I hooked him up with Real American a few times. And then uh, then he fell off. He fell off the table on me, and I can't track him down anymore. But uh, yeah, man, you're coming strong with the music every week, and and strong with these lines, opinions. So let's uh, let's pull your your theme down. Uh, and let's get get right into this, bro. I mean, the, there's been a lot of topics that I've been talking about the last couple of weeks on different shows. And, like, when I have you and some other buddies or different people on, you know, we got Joey from the Believe Podcast Network that comes on. I get Logan Lamarandeer from Sports Illustrated. But when I have, like, you and Chops and some of my other buddies on here, I like to just get your opinions on maybe either some stuff I already talked about or maybe you think differently than me. So, we're just going to get into some things that are on the Lions fans' mind this week, as well as just some of the hot topics. So, as we often do, we don't mess around on the Kool Aid Cast. I mean, hold on, l- let me let me fill up everybody's glass before we get going. Drink it in, man. Uh... <laughs> l- little full glass to to get you going, Stephen. And then my first topic is DeAndre Swift. I like to call him D Swizzle. I mean, this guy's getting a lot of talk in the media about, like, oh, you know. Uh, DeAndre Swift uh he he might be a, a number two to Jamal Williams. There, there's been this guy named Todd Gurley coming visiting Allen Park, and people are like, oh, what do we need Todd Gurley for? We got we got these guys. I mean, maybe maybe DeAndre Swift's got concussions. I think one publication didn't even have him in the top 32 RBs in the game. Like, where are you at with number 32 on the Detroit Lions? And that's DeAndre Swift, the second year running back out of Georgia. <laughs>
0: You know, I, I hear a lot, you know, from all different directions. You know, D Swizzle, he's going to come in hot. It's going to be his uh, his breakout season. You know, you hear those injury concerns. I get it, but you know, I think I think what had to happen last year was, uh, you know, a win now mentality from uh, you know Patricia and Quinn, and they, you know, they had Old Faithful and AP coming coming in playing well. But I mean, Swift, you know, with his growing pains, you know, with that big drop that big drop against the bears was maybe a bit of a uh, mental break for him, but he still had what, 10 touchdowns, you know, showed promise not only as a running back, but you know, catching balls out of the backfield. I think he's definitely going to be our number one going into the season. Um, it's his position to lose. I've heard not only Dan Campbell, but uh, Deuce daily talk highly of him. So he, it's his, his position to lose. And I think he's got some good support pieces in Jamal and, you know, some of the rookie piece, um, the rookie back and whatnot, but uh Man, it's it's his breakout year. You know, that's that's what I'm sticking to with.
1: Okay, I, I like that. I guess I, I I've always been a fan. You know, even in college, and then when the Lions took him, I was real hype. Everybody heard on this show. You can go back and hear it in the archives. I did a live show that second round of the draft, and Swizzle was one of my top names when they took him. I went crazy. I was excited for just like you said, the run game, the pass game. One thing I really love about Swift is just how humble the guy is. Like every time I see his interviews. He's very Barry-like where he's just, his answers are short, even like how Galladay was with the media. Short, confident, you know, humble, team player, all those things you look for. And like you said, I mean, this guy, he ran it, caught it. He always looked like he belonged every time he's out on the field. And was he used as much as he should have been? You know, maybe not. But when he was out there, man, he was cutting up fools with with crossovers. He was catching it and and getting up field, jumping over fools. I mean, 10 touchdowns is no joke as a rookie. So I'm, like, really high on him both on and off the field. But I guess I have some concerns on just how he's going to be used and is he going to get the football enough? So you seem pretty confident that even with Jamal and even if they brought in, I've been a proponent of Todd Gurley as well. I've traded for Swift and a ton of fantasy leagues, but I'm like, hey, bring in Todd Gurley too. That just gives us one more running back that's got reps in the NFL, has some pedigree. I, I don't need him to carry it thirty times, but hey, if we get an injury and Todd Gurley's knees haven't fallen off, would I like him in there? Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind it. So, um, you know, I'm all about that and and Stephen. I gotta correct you on one thing. I mean, I think you snuck in the word Dan Campbell. You 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 know when you come on the Kool Aid Cast. I mean, c- can you please use his government? Would you? I mean, you, you know his government name, right?
0: Hey man, bro. I apologize. Dan freaking Campbell, if you're listening out there, I'm sorry, bro. My bad. Never happen again.
1: <laughs> Dan Campbell, you know what he th- you know what he thinks about you calling him just straight up Dan Campbell without the freaking. You want to know how he feels?
0: <laughs> Let me know. You've had enough of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's tired of people just calling him Dan Campbell.
0: You've had enough of that. <laughs>
1: It's Dan freaking Campbell because of this.
0: We're going to bite a kneecap off. We're going <laughs> to smile at you. We're going to take your other kneecap. We're going to smile at you. And when we do, <sighs> we're going to take another hunk out of you. We're going to be the last one standing. All right? That's going to be the mentality.
1: <laughs> I, I try to fit it in every show. It's funny every time. It's awesome. Dan Campbell's <laughs> a legend. It. He hasn't even coached a game. If he puts up W's, look out, Detroit. <laughs> this guy's going to have a key to the oh, city. So, um, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah,
0: the energy will be insane. Everything's going to be... <laughs> Uh, you know he'll be like the mayor of the city come uh, you know, come 2030. I swear.
1: <laughs> so so I know I did a lot of yakking, but I want to just throw this at you about Swift. So we've seen a lot of second round running backs come in here. Um, you know whether it be Kevin Smith or Kevin Jones or. Javid at best or carry on <laughs> and, and like all these guys have faded off into the sunset i mean they might show a few flashes and then they don't make plays now i think swift's got better pedigree than that but is there any worry within you that's just like man we could be real hype on this guy and then maybe he the injuries catch up to him or he doesn't play the way we all expect is that in your mind at all or no
0: I mean, I, I, only concern I have is simply injury based. I mean, the guy stays healthy. Like I said he has the pedigree. He's got the raw talent. I think he has the right mentality. Like I said, the ego is not going to be a problem. Um, we, we've got to use him properly. Of course, like, you know, you, you referred to, uh, you know, not too long ago there. Um, you know, again, the guy can be in you know, every down back. Um, you can also, like you mentioned too, bring in Todd Gurley, let him, you know, pound the rock around the goal line. He's a, it's a big, strong dude. Maybe, uh, you know, save a few big hits from Swift, but. Other than, you know, some of those injury concerns, I mean, I'm I'm really high. I really do think this is his breakout year and, you know, we're going to rely on him and it, it's going to be a nice, you know, one-two punch with him and Jamal back there. And I'm looking forward to it.
1: So in summary, what you're saying is you like DeAndre Swift, bro.
0: Bro. Bro. All day, every day, bro. <laughs>
1: All right, I like it. I like it. All right, let's let's keep it moving, man. Uh, the Lions like rookies, and and there's this whole rule this year where you can wear any kind of number you want. It's like back in elementary school where they just throw out the big pile of jerseys and and you try to go find your favorite number and you can wear it. I guess in the NFL now. Well, before I even get into it, what's your what's your thoughts on like linebackers wearing eleven and wideouts wearing single digits and you got you know rush players wearing fifty. Or, or like you know they're not in the 90s the big boys in the middle like what's your overall thoughts on these crazy number switches you you like it is it swaggy or is it or is it just dumb
0: i mean i'm kind of indifferent about it if the players like it, it it makes them happy you know i'm all for it I'm, I'm more interested in the uh akuda number switch you know hopefully you know a fresh start for him is you know a sign of good things to come I think well, he, he's at 23 now, so maybe some of the MJ Jumpman swag is going to come off and you know, right. look like an actual NFL athlete this year. But, you know, hey, if big man wants to wear one, receivers want to wear some funky stuff, man, more power to you. Just, you know, not for the, what, the not fun league. You know, Let them have some fun.
1: Bro, that uh, that Jordan callback, gotta love it. That was amazing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro. I, I didn't even really He's think no about it, field, but, but if, know, if, he, if he goes Jordan Jump Man and, and starts rocking that and making plays, that'd be that'd be huge. I do like him in the twenty three. Now, now here's the thing with me, man when I played which was back in the streets of Dayton Ohio we're playing on concrete sure. taking out fools you know <laughs> just like I kind of did on the on the hardwood on the on the courts and in, in the streets in the in the alleyways you know what I mean like we we'd straight up go street versus street football and and, and if, if you got tackled you know you, you, there was gonna be some blood coming up like when I did that man I was all about the swag too like I love 21 21's always been my number I used to rock the uh, bandana like I was Dion I' would just get out and lock you up at the corner like I think there's something to be said with numbers I know there's these guys on the draft network as well as uh A couple other podcasts I listen to Where right when the rookies get picked They look and see what numbers they get Because if you're a running back And they give you like 47 46 You know you're up in like 38 You you know it's going to be you know Might be a short run for you You Might need to get that application working at the old bowling alley But if you get 32, 28 You know some of these swaggy numbers At running back Or if you're a corner and they put the 1 or the 21 Or um, some of these numbers on you Like say the 23 is nice. You're a linebacker. They give you 55. You're sitting pretty. So I think there's something to be said with numbers. Uh, I think they can tell you a lot. And now that they're all crazy, like it's just going to be weird watching the NFL. Seeing you know, like I said, 11 playing linebacker. Or you know, we got we got. Let's throw a Lions guy at you. Number six for Tyrell Williams. I I hate this number for Tyrell. I think it looks ridiculous. Um, it's kind of that Lions font too that I don't like. But six. That's not a good receiver number in my book. <laughs> and not, not in the NFL.
0: Hey man, he ain't 81, Calvin. He ain't 84, Herman Moore. You know, whatever. Whatever he's got to do to, you know, make himself different, stand out. Let the guy do what the guy's got to do, bro. <laughs> uh, but, you know, like I say, hey, teach their own. I mean, maybe it's one of the, your, your die-hard little, uh, you know, weird things you got to live up to. But, you know, us, us, just, us just Detroit sports fans. We just like to see quality sports, bro. You know, whatever bro, number you guys throw at us, just just win the game. <laughs> All right.
1: Well, like I said, I, I don't like Tyrell's number. Um, here's one for you, too. I, I want to get your opinion on this. The big boy, Aleem McNeil, big nose tackle. He's a penetrator. Seems like he could be a Detroit fan favorite. He, he's playing in the trenches right in the middle of the defense and the front line, but he's rocking 54, as I said on a previous show. Fitty foe. <laughs> I mean, we all know who wore that number before. It just seems weird on the big fella. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said it. it Again, yeah, it's weird. It's 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 something you grow up. I mean, you probably pay attention to. I think I think once I have seen him the actual on screen, you know, in in, in person, is probably going to look a lot, you know, even more weird. Uh, I'll probably fall in line more with your take, but uh, <laughs> I mean. Like I said, I just want to see the freaking scoreboard, bro. Like, that's a number that I care, I care about. Let's see some Ws, man.
1: <laughs> I, I, I'm totally with you there That's that's where we need to see those letters Not those numbers But let, let's stay on these numbers for a minute You mentioned Okuda I think that's a great switch From 30 to 23 Slay made that switch uh, Really seemed to work out well 23 is a swaggy number for a corner I think uh, there's no reason That Jeff Okuda can't bounce back Not only with that number With this new coaching staff So I'm really looking forward to that what do you think about 55 for our new linebacker, Derek Barnes? And, like, the talk is, man, he can run sideline to sideline. He's got everything you look for in a linebacker. you got to like that number and that football player.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a solid number. It's a solid, you know, uh, outlook for the mans there. Uh, like I said, I mean, we need someone with speed. We, we haven't had a linebacker to go sideline to sideline in God knows how long. I mean Since DeAndre
1: gracious, Levy. Uh,
0: we're long overdue. It's going to be nice seeing fives run you know run across the board
1: gosh i'll never forget that probably six eight years ago now deandre levy, levy taken in the third round became a beast we paid him a boatload i don't think he ever played a game after the ink dried on that contract with uh deandre levy it was ridiculous like he went from incredible linebacker to never playing another down in the nfl like i don't know what even happened nobody even really knows he had some freak injury but i mean l- let's give Derek barnes credit on the name too i mean what a first name i mean just just genius i think <laughs> from course. the name to the <laughs> number to the player i mean this guy this guy's gonna be something i must say
0: i'm a i'm a sucker for number 16 uh it's done my family well you know NAIA player of the year Madonna university uh i don't mention all american kelly Tripp, which uh you know showing some love to my sister there for the sports we show not that name. shout out um but hey, you know, gotta give her love. Um, it's gonna be weird not seeing number nine in, in you know in the lineup. Just simply a number nine under center. It's gonna look weird. But hey, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what number sixteen can do. That's you know, I, I like I like uh, I like the switch, and you know, I like some of the pieces they're putting around. You know, big sixteen there. So.
1: That's a good call by you. That's a definitely a new number here in the quarterback position. I'm really excited. We can see lots of lots of haters out there. Lots of people putting him at the bottom couple in quarterbacks. I mean, I think he's easily going to outperform that. Is he going to be up in the top 15, top 12? That's TBD for me. But yeah, man, I'm all I'm all Ryan. behind 16. There's been a lot of love on Twitter too. Speaking of the name of Derek Barnes, my name. You can find me. On Twitter at Derek Oakry, the right spelling D E R E K O K R I E. Shout me out, tweet me out. Let's talk some football, some Lions football, some fantasy football there. And like you say, everybody on there is like saying, "Man, what's all this love for Matt Stafford? He plays for the Rams now. Jared Goff's our quarterback. I it kind of gets me fired up that people are kind of rallying behind Jared Goff, even though there's still people that just are just gonna always love Matt Stafford and root for him to win a Super Bowl. It's like, what about us? to win a Super Bowl somebody actually put a poll out would you rather have Matt Stafford win a Super Bowl or the Lions win a playoff game this year it's like what what, what kind of question is that? I mean, it's it's so simple. I mean, no, nobody's going to take the Lions. Like, we're not winning, like, a home playoff game and say, oh, I, I hope number nine does well. I hope he wins. No, like, if he does well, great. But we're not picking that over our Lions, like, shocking the world and getting a home playoff game at Ford Field. Come on now.
0: Yeah, man. Like, bruh, ball, you take a look shoot. if the frigging Rams are great, that's just a, a worse draft pick for us. Like, these fans need to put exactly. their, uh, you know, put their love in check, man. I swear.
1: <laughs> exactly. You got to rep the D over everything else. Like, sure, we don't we don't want the guy to go out there and play like a bum and we hope he wins, <laughs> but like, we're still repping Detroit here, man. We're rooting on our team. Come on now. All right. I got a couple other numbers for you. We'll take our break for our sponsor. Number 75. That's big denim Levi <laughs> Onsorike. <laughs> like it's usually kind of seventy five. That's more of like an offensive tackle type number, maybe an interior guard, the big fella on the defensive side of the ball, rocking a seventy five. What do you think?
0: Hey man, I'm just hoping to hear a lot of seventy fives. You know, get behind you know, the, the, the old line and and crushing the quarterback, if he could wear, you know, seven, he could wear five, he could wear 75. I don't give a damn. Let's just, let's see the big man just dominate there and I'll be happy
1: bro. I'll be happy. <laughs> bro, you're, you're ruining the segment. We're talking numbers and you don't care about any of these numbers. Now I've already deemed him Big <laughs> Denim His name is Levi so I'm here Googling. What are, what are the Levi numbers that are, are good on the old jeans there? I mean, you got the 501s, the 505s the 510s, 513s <laughs> slim fits. I mean like maybe he could have worked that into his gimmick. Maybe he could have like comboed a couple of those numbers. We're talking about the jeans <laughs> Uh, the levi you, sh- you know no you no? should have
0: been uh should have brought that up on your uh you know season ticket you know special phone call i oh, yeah. told uh, dan freaking campbell hey i got some suggestions let me talk to levi real quick let me tell this guy what's up but hey there's always next year bro always next year <laughs>
1: All right. Yeah, definitely, man. Like say seventy five, he's killing quarterbacks. I don't care what his number is or what jeans he's wearing or, or what. Like just make plays. So <laughs> skinny um,
0: jeans, uh, <laughs> low cut. I don't give a damn. <laughs>
1: now, now now we gotta talk about Iffy. That that that's the new corner that we got, you know, Iffy Melifon woo. Oh, <laughs> ho,
0: ho. Woo Uh
1: I see this guy in the uniform, the shorts, the t-shirts at these practices, and dude looks like a ball player, man. He's long. He's lean. He looks like he can play football. I mean, I'm thinking I'm going to play him at corner. I can move him around at safety, too. He's rocking the 26. That's a great corner and safety type number. Reading into the numbers, man, I'm telling you, I think this kid's going to be a player. I really do. And, hey, I'm not
0: uh, I'm not opposed to that take. We so like, you know, we- there are times where you got to take the number for what it is, and, you know, some of the history it brings along with it. You know, they like said, you know, Slay turning 23, you know, shows a promise. You see some just, you know, you always got those just primetime receivers in the old days, you know, 80, 81, um, you know, running backs, you know, Barry 20, Emmitt 22, even though he's the most overrated quarterback in the history of running backs. But anyway, it's just nice to have those solid players, those solid numbers, you know, let you know who's your who, who your players are going to be just based on that alone. So, you know. Well, extra confidence. Who
1: who'd you call most overrated? I, I missed that hot take by you. What was that?
0: Emmett Smith, man. He's the most overrated running back in the history of ever. <laughs> whatever. He's he's a hall of fame and staying healthy. Like, what I, I just let's just let just move on. I swear to God, bro. <laughs> Stephen
1: Stefan, <laughs> Emmett Smith being a better overall talent and running back than Barry Sanders. I mean, come on. No Oh, no chance. Let's put that argument to bed right now here on the Kool-Aid cast. Man, I, I love I love you just coming after Emmett out of nowhere, though. I got to love that. That's good stuff.
0: He still gets way too much love, man. I can't. I just, you know, I can't.
1: It's like before my day as a football fan, but when I see highlights, didn't he do that thing, too, where he'd just take his helmet off every time? Like... Come on man nobody nobody's I know you're trying to get your mug out there but who who does that you can't be just taking off your helmet every time you find the end zone. that's hey, ridiculous listen. Hand the ball to the referee
0: He was out dancing with the stars bro enough said
1: Exactly, bruh, bruh. <laughs> All right, so I got uh, th- those are basically the numbers. Like I say, there's some other ridiculous ones. I, I want to. There's a one other one that drives me nuts. But 54 for Aleem McNeil, 75 for Big Denim, and six for Tyrell are going to be tough for me to uh, to stomach. Even even Saint Brown, 14 for a for wideout. I mean, that's a that's a backup quarterback number, bro. Come on, man. Anyway, I'll get off my soapbox yes. here, but. <laughs> i like i like talking jersey numbers i've done it on multiple shows People were like come on man get off this i'm telling you it matters if you're a big you're defensive be- end and you get 91 you're a ball player if they give you like 67 look out you might be getting a pink slip in your locker before it's said and done bro bro
0: <laughs> hey man just another reason for you to buy some more jerseys bro you do add to the collection
1: when I saw Jamar uh Jefferson our 7th rounder get 28 as a running back, I mean, oh baby. Where's where's my bit? Where's my sound bit? Oh Baby, (laughs) I mean, gotta love that. Anyway, let's get off numbers here. Let's go ahead and take a break, get our sponsors in here. We come back, man. I got a rumor innuendo. I want to talk to you about a big signing, uh, maybe a few signings that I want to get your thoughts on for the Lions. Then we'll close this out with Michael Brockers, because I got lots of questions. I want to throw at you about him too. the big old defensive tackle that we got from, Oh, guess what? The LA Rams, everybody. We'll talk about it right when we come back. Detroit kool Aid drinkers. I am fired up. I am excited to tell you about one of our new great sponsors. Now, by now, most of you have probably heard of Reality Sports Online, the powerful fantasy sports platform where owners get to build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, it's time to go see what the buzz in the Dynasty fantasy community is all about. Free agency, multi year contracts, rookie drafts, multi team trades, franchise tags, contract extensions, first round rookie options, and so much more. Think it sounds complicated? It's not. The best thing about Reality Sports Online Fantasy Front Office is that it doesn't take any more time than a standard league. It just requires more strategy. Do you think you're among the fantasy elite? Well, this is the platform to test your metal. Still not sure? You can test your general manager skills for free in a mock free agency auction. So here's what I need all you guys to do. Head over to Reality Sports Online. You'll hear me talk about it on the show and call it RSO. Head over to Reality Sports Online and check them out right now. What's going on, everybody? We are back from the break. I can't thank you enough for listening to the show today. I can't thank you enough for going to our sponsors, leaving us a positive review, hitting that subscribe button. It really helps the show. And it's always fun to have the king of all bros here on the show talking football.
0: Bruh. Bruh,
1: bruh. Stefan, I, I got rumor innuendo, man. I got stuff to talk to you about. I went on a rant on a previous show, but I want your opinion. Odell Beckham to Detroit. Make a trade. Make him the number one receiver. Everybody's saying we got no receivers. Go get Odell for a couple years and let him run loose here in the D. Is that a fit? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Uh, does he have anything left? Is he a diva? Is he just been hurt a lot? Where are you at with this guy? Odell. To the Detroit Lions.
0: I mean, bro, he's he's definitely a diva. I mean, whatever, but I'll, I mean, a lot of good players are divas. I could give two crabs about that. I mean, <laughs> I think he's got some life left. I mean, he, the dude is a ball player for sure. I mean, his ego, his antics are a little out of control. Um, but at the same time you know, he needs to be the number one option for him to be happy. You know, he would definitely be the focal point here. I'm not mad about it. Sure. If we landed him, you know, let ourselves, uh, give ourselves a chance to, you know, build up to the, build up the depth around him. Let the man run, you know, let him run wild. Um, you know, let him be the focal point of the offense um, as far as wide receivers go. Um, and I think that will actually allow him to just be a better fit and not cause drama because, you know, who else we want to throw it to, you know, I mean, some rookies, rookies and second year players. Um, so, exactly. I mean, honestly, like, I don't think it's going to happen, but I wouldn't mind seeing it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, I hate that. We always got to say that it's not going to happen. It's probably, but I wouldn't mind it. Like, What about when they actually make one of these moves and it works out? Like to me, Odell's on the cusp right now of just like having a couple down years due to injury. Like, let me ask you this. When's the last time he really showed out and created issues? Anytime recently that you can remember?
0: I mean, there was a little bit of beef with him and uh, Baker, but at the same time, I will, you know, let me go back. Because the fact that he did go to Cleveland... Shoot, I mean, if he's going to go to Cleveland, he might as well go to Detroit. So, I got to be a little more optimistic about that whole, you know, situation. Stop with the same old lines nonsense. So, props for calling that out, bro. Props.
1: And it's not, uh, you know, I I had to get you with the Dan Campbell government. If you're going to mention the quarterback for Cleveland, it goes something like this. Baker Mayfield. That's how you got to say it. I mean, uh, uh, he prefers it that way rather than the way that you put it out there. And to me, there's no beef with him and Odell. Odell hasn't, you know, acted up since he went after the kicking net in New York, which is about five plus years ago. I mean, this guy wants the football. As you said, he'll get it in Detroit. When, when's the last time the Lions had a must see talent? You know what I mean? We've had all these ho-hum, middle-of-the-road guys. Everyone, oh, Matt Stafford's the best. I mean, when he's the best guy you got, the best athlete, the best overall player, that's why we had issues the last few years, in my opinion. Good quarterback, but how about we get some athletes on the outside? How about we get some excitement? How about we get somebody that, I don't know, people want to pay to come watch play the game? I mean, Odell fits hey, all those to me.
0: You know, Calvin Johnson, He's uh, he's been talking to Brad Holmes. He's been talking to your hmm. boy D.F. Campbell. Hey. He, he's got some life left put him out there shoot let's go <laughs> hey the now, man has money you,
1: <laughs> you should know by now that I've done many a Calvin rants here on the show I'm not going to go into a 10 minute <laughs> diatribe but the fact that he's back in the fold, he got his couple million bucks. I mean, this guy, this guy's not suiting up anytime soon. You're not going to see him at the alumni outings. I mean, he quit on his teammates. Uh, I, I have no love for the guy, and, and he has no love for football. So it's even in my opinion. But... You know, to me, Odell does love the game. He also does love the ball. So get him the ball and let him play the game and he'll be a happy camper. And I'm talking about a third round pick. I'm not talking about like a first or all these high. I'm talking about a third rounder either this year or the following year. Get him in here and and just let him run wild. That's what I'm talking about. So you seem pretty optimistic. The big name right now is Julio Jones. Guys, 32 years old. Um, Falcons are definitely going to deal him probably in the next day or two. Are, are you a fan of Julio at his age in production? And, and would you be willing to give, I don't know, a second rounder to get Julio in here? Do you think that's not a good fit?
0: I mean, I've always been a Julio fan, you know, so as far as, you know, the numbers and the draft capital, all that goes. I mean, I'll leave that to smarter people. But personally, yeah, I'll give a second rounder, a late second rounder. Um, not only is his. You know, his his uh, plan making ability going to show out, but like he's he's a good leader. He's a good teammate. You never hear anything bad about Julio, so um, I would love to see him the man in the Honolulu blue.
1: See, see, this is where I gotta step in on you, man, because, like, like you said, smarter people than you. Well, there's one right here talking to you. So, like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the reason Your you shit. don't go after Julio, man, 32 is kind of that back nine. Now, he is a ball player, there's no question, but Odell's about, you know, four or five years younger, um, 26, 27 type years old, maybe heading towards 28. That's still four or five years uh, younger than Julio is gonna be before you know it. Um, you, you said late second rounder I mean you do know Stefan that you don't get to pick Where you pick in the second round like I doubt The Lions are going to be picking at the bottom couple picks They're going to be up at the top so it's going to Be a heavy price to pay for a player like That Julio also said he wants to win And even though I, I drink that Detroit Kool-Aid and I'm all about these Lions I, I don't know that this is going to be The year we will be stacking up tons of W's or winning Super Bowls so I doubt Julio Is going to want to come here and just catch a bunch of Footballs right off into the sunset He also wants more money new contracts. Track. so you're gonna to have to pay him more than his 15 16 million where odell i think's in like the 10 11 12 wherever he's at on an average basis so the money's better he's younger odell's more athletic in my opinion he's more must see and it's a better situation so i would definitely go the odell route over the julio for so many reasons that i just laid out um are you still gonna say you want julio yeah. in here or did i did i sell you on it
0: no, I mean listen I'm not I would never say I want Julio over Odell but I mean I'm just saying hey listen the dude brings a little bit of uh you know life with him still but you know what you made a good point I'm going to leave it at that <laughs> bro <Bruh. laughs>
1: like you just can't because love everybody worries. bro Bruh. you can't bring in everybody bro Bruh. some bros Bruh. You got to just let him walk. And Julio can go play in San Francisco Seattle. Uh, who, who else is after this cat? Probably go to New England. You know, he can go all those places, but not Detroit. But OBJ? That would be very entertaining, very fun. I I hate to say it won't happen, but like you say, they're just in this rebuild. I all these nerds I listen to, um, well, you know, I, I really think we need to focus on the draft capital. I really think that, um, you know, he's, he's a little bit injury prone. You know, I got to listen to all this stuff. It's like all these arguments like, yeah, he's been hurt. So have a whole bunch of other players in the league yeah it we do want to not give away all our draft picks but we're talking about a third rounder at most you know so all these stupid arguments people make it's like you know even though if the lines are in a rebuild you can still go after people and still make some noise like i don't know this next guy that we're going to talk about his name's michael brockers big old defensive tackle man they went out they got this guy they redid his deal he's an interior player he was a Highly drafted guy. He's been in the league probably seven-plus years now, whatever it is. He's no young fella, but he's still got some years left. I've heard a couple interviews with him. I love his leadership. I love the way he talks. A nasty guy. Could be one of those guys that just fits right in, becomes a real Detroit-type guy, both in the community and on the football field. But they win got him. So they're they're not just going bare bones across the board. They want to win ball games. They want to entertain. They want to get this fan base rejuvenized. So what have you thought? You got any opinions on Michael Brockers either as a player? Or do you think he'll live up to expectations? Or maybe be a guy that, man, he talks a good game. He looks good, but he comes here and just doesn't give you what, you, what they were looking for overall.
0: No, I mean, I'm I'm high on the guy, bro. Like, I think the fact that the Rams you know, they showed a lot of interest in him. and the fact that um, what their um, their cap room just you know didn't have enough room for him and the team, so right. it wasn't like they were over him. I mean, the dude's got plenty of years left in him. I mean, again, we don't need him to be like you know uh, you know Aaron Donald by any means, but the fact you said he brings the leadership. He was a, a multiple time team captain with the Rams, so he's going to bring that presence to the locker room he's gonna um, bring versatility. I think he can play inside and outside, get after the quarterback in a, in a lot of different ways. So, um, you know, the, those things being said enough, uh, that that alone will be enough for him to be worth the, you know, the contract and bringing him in. And um, I think, you know, he's going to be um, you know called on a little more than he was in, um, you know, in St. Louis. So um, a little bit more energy behind him, a new contract like he wanted. So, I mean, it's, it's a win-win across the board. So, I'm I'm happy about it. I'll leave it that.
1: bro. St. Louis, bruh.
0: Oh, whatever. You know, hey man, listen. Bruh, the White Claw's hit me hard.
1: Um. <laughs> hey everybody, go 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 watch Matt Stafford play for the St. Louis Rams. Everybody, bruh, bruh. <laughs> Oh, you're only, about, you're only about a decade late, Stefan, on that one. I'm sure it was a slip-up. I'm sure you know, it was just one of those, the you know. It's show on
0: turf. That's all I care about, man. I'm living in the past, bro.
1: And I was about to give you credit for all that Kool-Aid you're serving up. Drink it in, man. Uh, with a triple side of Cornbread!
0: Cornbread! 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 <laughs> I love
1: your optimism, man. One thing I love about the Kool-Aid cast, I've always said this since I started it, like people can crush me if they want, be like, oh man, you just always are repping the Lions. You're always liking this guy and that guy. You're always rooting on the team and they always have, for the last few years they've struggled. It's like, you guys know what the name of the show is, right? It's called the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Not the, I hate the Lions cast. Not, I want to be right all the time cast. (laughs) Not you know it's just like we're trying to serve up that Detroit Kool Aid and get people excited about this team and be optimistic, man. It's it's no fun when I listen to all these other lion shows. Or you, the worst for me is the beat reporters. These guys, all they do is is write about football, show up to football practice, do a few interviews, a few on cameras, write a few articles. And and all they can do is be negative on the team. Why? Because this team hasn't won before, so I guess they'll never win, right, Stephen? Uh, no, because the Cubs won, and plenty of other teams have won that have never won right. before. Like just because you haven't won, really has no um, mitigating factor to what you're going to do moving forward. But this, we got a, f- a section of the Lions fan base, and the media, and the national reporters that just hate on the Lions because, one, they're just used to doing it. Two, they're just probably negative in their own personal lives all the time. And three, they think it's funny. And I'm here to just debunk all that with a big old glass of Honolulu Blue. I mean, Super Bowl flavor, baby. Drink it in man. And I think that's why people love the show. They don't want to come on and hear somebody ho-hum about why the Lions are no good or, well, they'll probably win four games, but I really hope they'll win ten. What? Just say they're gonna win 10 and tell me why don't don't go ride both sides of the fence i mean l- let's mix it up here let's serve it up for the people you know what i'm saying
0: i feel you bro how about this all those haters y'all can ship out to st louis and you can make your own <laughs> team. there's a there's a whole whole lot to be filled there so um, exactly. yeah man, it's like the same old same old nonsense it's easy it's not funny it's just played out and we got a whole new energy a whole new passion a whole new like just uh, just way of life around Detroit, man. It's 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 one week closer where a minicamp's around the corner. It's time to get excited.
1: You, you heard Stefan. Go root on the St. Louis Rams, everybody. The Lions don't need you. We got Dan Miller, who loves the Lions. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Exactly, Dan Miller. We got myself serving up Kool-Aid two times a week. Drink it in, man. Uh... We got, I mean, we got people like Benny Blades. That's always repping that one pride. One pride! One pride! One pride! Exactly, Benny Blades. I mean, who needs them? Go root on the St. Louis Rams, everybody. Go get a Pittsburgh Steeler jersey. Nobody cares if you're not rooting on Detroit. So, you know, like like he like said, I'm excited about Ma- Michael Brockers as well. I'm also excited about this team, this whole new vibe that's going. I, I am looking forward to... We're 100 days away from football as we're recording here today. And... Can't get here soon enough, man. I can't wait to see the new quarterback. We got Swizzle in the backfield. We didn't even talk about TJ Hawkinson this week. But, you know, we'll be talking more about him as time goes on. I mean, could Odell come here? Could the Lions make a big deal for a safety, maybe a defensive stud to get everybody a little bit more excited? It could happen. It might happen. You don't know. Um, And and we got some big fellas up front that are ready to hunt. They're ready to eat. So, Stefan, man, I appreciate you coming on. Serving it up for the people. Drink it in, man. Uh, I appreciate you. It's
0: always a pleasure, pull, bro.
1: Pulling pull out that loaf of cornbread and, and and eating a big old piece with your with your white claw.
0: Cornbread.
1: <laughs> and uh, yeah, man. Uh, really, really appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much for coming on, talking lines here on the Kool Aid Cast.
0: Yes, sir. Always a pleasure, my brother.
1: No doubt. Everybody, hit that subscribe button. Share this with a friend. Say hey, man. You know somebody that loves the Lions? You know somebody that wants to be positive? You want to drink that Detroit Kool-Aid? You come here Wednesday mornings, Friday mornings, um, listen to some Lions talk. Um, Good stuff. we back Friday talking all things Detroit Lions right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. We're out. Drink it in. Drink it in. Drink it in now.
0: Drink it in, man.